Welcome back to Not 97. This is season one's bonus episode to hold you over until we come back in October. Today's episode features a special guest hailing from Amsterdam, an alumnus of the show, Van Common. Equipped with young acts from his home scene, Van introduces indie crooner Midas and electronic duo Bungalow. The table discusses a roller coaster of a track from Melbourne's psychedelic soul act Jala. Mysterious Massachusetts spitter MC Shabazz gets spun, as well as a rugged rap partnership between Belgian beatmaker Chris Prolific and New Jersey lyricist K Banger. Live from only New York, this is not a podcast, this is not a radio show, this is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show. This is Not 97, not a podcast, not a radio show. We're here in the Lower East Side, live from only New York. We have a special guest in the studio. Along with Rashad the Wave God and Dave Jones, we have Mr. Van Common, real name Sebastian. What's up? Welcome What's to New up? York. What up? What Welcome up? to Only. Welcome to Not 97. What's going on? I'm, I'm doing very well. Oh, well, I was just traveling. and um, How yeah. long are you in town for? Well, I've been here for a week now. I stayed in Manhattan for a week, and uh, now I'm staying in Brooklyn for two weeks. And you've got a So Far Sound show coming up too, right? Yeah, in San Francisco, uh, September 13th. Boom. How's Brooklyn treating you? It's nice, man. I like the vibes there. It's good. There it is. Let's get it. We're ready to go around the table. Mm. Not 97. Ooh. Back at it again. First pick of the night. We're going to go to Toronto. And this guy, he's been in the scene for a little bit. This is Ben Stevenson, a.k.a. Benjamin Stevie. This song is called Yellow Bird. Let's get it. So long 
go that's ben stevenson with yellow bird ben stevenson he's not necessarily that unknown like in 2015 he dropped a record dirty laundry it was up for the 2015 juno award for r&b and soul record of the year but this is kind of him coming back with a new album cycle he's still you know around 1.3k on soundcloud that song came out a month ago it has a little over a thousand plays but yeah i'm surprised with the juno award he didn't get more publicity and press on this one yeah i mean he was he's been on like fader and like noisy and shit like that but he you know is still low i mean i really like that song the part that was the most intriguing to me was kind of how driving the baseline to it was and how that kind of coupled with like a very forward vocal it was like the two extremes almost i really liked it man it was something i would put on like at home like on final it was really good uh it was really fresh it falls right into this toronto scene perfectly he will eventually get his shine if not in the traditional way because if he's just around these people and making music like this it'll be beneficial even if you just end up seeing him on some credits absolutely and it's kind of different too from the toronto thing like i think that it it shares what we know that's going on in there in the sense that it's very well crafted and very deliberate yeah i don't even want to pigeonhole them like not just like oh this toronto it's just like it's energy and then like yeah. it's composition is very Toronto-esque. I haven't listened to much of Dirty Laundry, but if it was up for an award for R&B and Soul record, that's not really what this is. No. So I wonder if this new kind of phase, this his 2017 run is a different sound for him, which is cool. I mean, that's a smooth song. He's got a beautiful voice and the songwriting is there. Yeah. That's a great love song. Seb, you're from Amsterdam. Does a song like this or a genre like this get a lot of play there? Well, I think it would do pretty well, but it wouldn't get played on the radio, I think, because the radio is pretty shitty there. Like, the, it's only get plays like just really up tempo pop, indie pop songs. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I think it would do really well on playlists. Good playlist rock. How is the scene in general? What's like the vibe in that? Area? There's, there's lots of different stuff that's being put out there. It's a small scene. Well, yeah, it's hard to describe like the scene in a, in a few words, but it's very diverse, but um, it's so small that everyone knows each other. So when someone releases something new, I feel like people don't listen to each other's music. That much i feel like if you live in america then you're cool with listening to an album that's made by an american guy and in the netherlands people don't seem to listen to dutch music that much 
you feel like everybody knows each other, but do you feel like everybody supports each other or everybody's like trying to like vie for the t- next spot? No, no, it's very supportive. It's very supportive. So I think you came in with a couple examples of some stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. Segway. Yeah. Good segue here. There you go. Bring us in. Hi. <laughs> so tell us about who this is. That's a guy called Midas, and uh, he's just a really great singer-songwriter. He's a great guitar player as well. And I went to his album release in Paradiso in Amsterdam and it was just really, really good. They're a four-piece band and they sing really nice harmonies every every instrument. Then he played this song. I already knew it from like another acoustic gig. And I'm not a person that usually cries at movies or at songs, but this was like, this hit me hard, lit song. This is Caroline by Midas. enough to make 
Yep, that's yeah. a good one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, that's some Dave music right there. That's Dave music. Wow, about tell us it. about it, Dave. Talk about it. I want Seb to keep talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you talk about it because I, I want to hear why you cried, and then maybe huh. the same reason I, I was kind of tearing up there. <laughs> well, so I went to the concert. I was in a really like rough period. Like I was breaking up with my girlfriend, and I was graduating college. Just a lot of stuff going on, and, and then this song came out. Like he played the song, and I was just so just hit me so hard. Like the lyrics are so good. It's just so well written. I just love it. Yeah, the the lyrics definitely got me. Especially like in the chorus and on the second chorus in particular, when it's that refrain like Caroline, it won't last another hour. That just immediately like brought me back to one relationship in particular that was just completely falling apart. And like I felt that emotion again of it not being able to last another hour. And then for it to come back, I think in the third or fourth chorus, kind of when the song restarts and it does that reintro with the ooze on the guitar, and then it's Caroline, it didn't last another hour. It's like, ah, yes, it was moving storytelling. And I really think that the vocal delivery in particular really brought you into that heartbreaking place into that painful place i mean there are two things stood out one being that when we talked last week you were talking about how you feel like a lot of dutch artists don't necessarily have a strong handle on their lyrics or the meaning behind them having that in my head knowing that hearing this song was like damn like he really like knows what he's saying it's like very meaningful and then also like the lyrics and the way he's delivering it seems so much heavier and punchier than normally over like a mellow instrumental like that that like really kind of creates this emotion because it's a very like soft mellow song without the vocals and then that like punchy delivery hits it's it's sharp it's very distinct voice like his falsetto is really really strong but also he just like the the harder parts where he sings just you lift me up and then you let me drown and then just like really hits that note really hard so that's really cool like it could be like a pop punk song yeah it could be you know like those, yeah, li- those lyrics could be it. a pop punk song yeah that was beautiful that's just as much as i can say you guys talked about it all and i'm just a witness to beauty rashad you got a beautiful song for us i got one song that's not that's not the same vibe but it's just as beautiful yes similar meaning behind the song though similar meanings fair enough it's, it's equally emotional i believe so i got mc sabaz from lawrence mad and shout uh, out lawrence massachusetts here's mc sabaz with you're not for me Different. I 
try to converse with you, but you're so dismissive My homegirl tried getting in your head, you wouldn't listen Trying to think myself about this hoe, but I'm too deep in it Memories I wanna forget, memories I wanna relive Memories of regret are the most vivid Remember Jordan, remember Pippin I took from them and I live life on my pivot, yeah Gotta balance myself, I can't stumble again Me falling once was a message sent And a lesson learned Now I got two decisions I could listen to her bitch Or I could usher all her pictures And just let it burn yeah. You're beautiful But you're so stern What happened to your smile? Well, did we take the wrong turn? Let's go back a mile Maybe we can reconcile what am I saying? You always end up here. You're not for me. You're not for me. So hard to see. We have one thing in common. Why is it so hard to leave? Smoking the stove for relief makes it hard to breathe. Antagonizing me. Why you keep playing these cards with me? Shit, why you getting so hard on me? Your negative energy keeps us apart and we have no connection. And when we do, we're arguing. Let's try evolving. Maybe practice some Darwinism. Yeah, so there it is. That's that's my boy MC Sebaz. Shout out Lawrence Mass. Shout out Lawrence Mass. Yeah, what really what brought me to that song? There's elements to that sound to me that is like current, but there's a distinction to me in terms of like honesty and just like emotion, just emotional lyric. Like okay, even his aesthetic. If you go and look at his Instagram and Twitter, maybe lumped into the SoundCloud wave thing that's going on, but then I'm really listening to it and it's like, all right, like he's trying to say something. Like it's different. It's it's a little bit different. It's not the same lane, you know? It's like I'm taking the, the elements and then mixing it in a, a new way so that it's actually interesting as opposed to just saying the same thing. That's what's super dope to me. That like he's using those elements recreating them for a completely different sound and a completely different emotion to be put forth is dope. And he's got bars. like, And it's like he's writing meaningful, heavy fucking lyrics. It was definitely a different type of confidence than I originally expected in it, just even from looking at the picture. Like, there's still an element of swag, but it's it's not like Dikemi Matumbo swag. It's not, like, aggressive and overt, but it's still, like, this very quiet 
very seething confidence that exists in a lot of rappers, but the way it comes across in him is just seething, but it doesn't rise to the level of seething in his music. Like the music is still down tempo and it's still held back a little bit, but you can tell the confidence and the aggression and the emotion is still pushed toward the wall. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting, to say the least. I love the space before the first verse, too. How much kind of he leaves to sing the hook over and over again, I thought was great. Really original, really cool. Yeah, like I feel like you can just tell he's like taking elements. Like he's just putting things in certain places and saying certain things because it's different. I like the lyrics and I liked how it sounded like a conversation that he was having towards the, the person that he's talking about. Like, yeah. That's really cool. It was really intimate and really organic sounding, just the way how he recorded it and, and rapped it. Conversational, like almost like stream of consciousness, just like... Effortless almost. Yeah, it's like laid back, effortless. Like Those are like the captivating rappers that are like sitting in the back of the room, but they low-key have like some of the hardest bars out and they're not going to like flaunt them. You're going to have to like really sit there and listen to like parse them out. And I think a lot of that too is like the Boston complex of hip hop because Boston is so overlooked in general as a musical city and especially as a city contributing to hip hop. So I think that kind of quiet confidence is very indicative and very reflective to what's going on in Boston hip hop overall. That's one of those places where you can easily just get trapped. Like he's saying, like a lot of eyes, hip hop eyes are not looking into Boston really as that much or ever. So... Yeah, hopefully, you know, we get we get some traction for this guy. I haven't heard that much rap from Boston, but the Boston rappers from, you know, Cousin Stiz, Michael Christmas, like, it's a little more lighthearted. It's a little, like, more friendly. And this dude is out here like, nah, like. It gets very cold. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely, like, openly repping Lawrence Mass. Like, it's... That's incredible to me. Fire. That's incredible. I love that. Shout yeah. out to Lawrence Mass. Shout, Shout out to the Commonwealth. All right, Dave. What you got? Where are we going? All right, going away from one of my favorite cities, Boston, to another one of my favorite cities, Melbourne, Australia. We're going to listen to a song by a young woman named Liv Cartledge. She's 18 years old. Uh, she put out some music back in 2015. She had an EP out. She's gotten some press on the Aussie blogs. Rolling Stone Australia in particular was the biggest piece that picked her up. She's self-taught and also pops taught. I guess her dad is also a musician in and around Melbourne. And she learned straight from her dad, which is awesome and always a great story. Uh, her song that we're going to listen to today, Heard Your Name, has been out for 29 days. It's garnered 462 plays on SoundCloud, and that's only off of 86 Twitter followers. So I'm excited for us to hear it and talk about it. So here it is. Liv Cartledge, Heard Your Name. Tried to block it out, black cancer of my 
There it is. Liv Cartledge, young woman, 18 years old, Melbourne, Australia. Guys, why are we playing breakup songs mm. <laughs> all day today? Mm, the winter is coming. <laughs> you know what it is. You know, we're just four emotional men sitting around a table talking about our feelings. And I think in 2017, there's nothing wrong with that. And that, I think it boosts dreams. <laughs> that song took me a couple of listens to warm up to, to be honest. But what really gets me is the drop about halfway through. And that's yeah. when I really start to take notice. That's when it really like grabs me. Yeah, those drums at the end definitely provide a much-needed energy boost and a real reward for kind of making it through that much of the arrangement. What really captivates me about this and keeps me coming back to the song, though, is just kind of like the train-like chugging, driving forward. I think I, I talked about this about, uh, about Yellowbird earlier, but there's just something to me when a song has a very rhythmic repeating pattern that kind of acts as the engine and driving it over and is over that again. drum? And that, to me, is the drums that add kind of not so much a drama, but just a pulse that you can rely on as a listener. And so to me, it gives me this feeling of like being able to... To, I don't know, like sit behind the wheel of a car and like drive with like, you know, the windows open. Sonically, it's that, you know, 70s LA cruising down Laurel Canyon, you know, out on your way to the valley to see what's For going real. on. But at the same time, it's gone through the Melbourne lens. It's like LA through Melbourne with the acoustic guitar, with the really great doubled vocal going on and really nice female falsetto. And then going through that kind of psychedelic texture that Melbourne's getting so much love for. And that to me, that cultural hybridity is another other thing that makes this song keep popping up in my head. I see hints of what you're talking about. I'd want it to be sharper. I want sure. there to be more of an edge there. It's a little smooth. It's a little easy. But I think that's part of the vibe too, is that easiness, is that steadiness, is that kind of lack of an edge. Not lack of an edge in terms of like being obscene, but lack of an edge in terms of like it keep it keeps you engaged and it kind of keeps you mellow and it keeps you level. I, I like the song. I, I do feel that it could be a bit more like dirtier or something. Mm, like yeah. the, her vocals are have kind of a dirty uh, sound to it, but like in a good way, it sounds really cool. I feel like if the sound could have been a bit more like punchier and a bit more dirty, then it would be a bit more uh, more captivating. But if, other than that, it was like a good song. Like it, I felt the same about like driving down a highway and yeah. just chilling out. Yeah, personally, I like the loftiness too. I liked it. I don't know. It's something like you said about the about the vibe of it being like a LA through like Melbourne. It's like that's that's really the energy of it to me. It's like those places are not technically dirty, you know? Like she didn't, she doesn't have the edge to her voice because it's just really not there. Like it doesn't represent where she's at. So it's like, I get it in that sense. And I get what you guys are saying in that sense too. It's like, it's fine, like for now. She's young, she's only 18. She's got oh, a lot of time 18? to grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. if you wouldn't have told me that, then I wouldn't have heard it in her voice. She sounds older. Like yeah, in, she in, sounds in, way in older. A good way. Yeah. I think there's a wisdom that'll come out soon. Takes time. All right, so we're keeping it on brand for this week. Uh, and what's that brand? I've got another breakup song, and we're staying in Melbourne. This song I, I heard months ago, kind of took note and went back to it. I don't know. We'll get into it. it it's, it's a roller coaster of a song. It's called Junior Spirit, and it's from Jala from Melbourne. So here we go. Jala, Junior Spirit. If you can go and get better, go and get better, go and get better, go and get better. 
That scream. Talk about it. That scream is really what takes me through it. That scream is just like incredible. And like I said, it's a roller coaster of a song. It goes up and down countless times. And I at first was kind of worried that is a little bit distracting. Honestly, I think it's just captivating. I think it just like brings you in all different directions. Those transitions from verse to chorus like that, from kind of a lower energy to a higher energy has always been my favorite part of this. Yeah. I mean... Every single one of those is so musical and makes so much sense. I mean, the arrangement overall is great, but in particular, every transition from A section to B section or verse to chorus makes so much concrete sense in a way that a lot of young songwriters and arrangers I don't think are putting enough time into right now. Right. So shout out totally to Jala on this one for making that happen. Right. That and, to, awesome. and to do it so many times and it, for it to make sense is special because you could do it, but it might not work. This works. It sounds like these guys have been playing together for a really long time or they have like a super heavy cat band. Yeah. 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 Sounds like they practice a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like you said, it is a roller coaster of a song, but every breakdown is adds, honestly, even though it's a breakdown, like it just adds more energy. It's just part of the build. Yeah. Every time it's like building all the way to the end. Because when, when the song's really over, you don't even almost notice. It's just like, oh shit, like the song's over. Yeah, you expect it to go back down into the verse again. Yeah, and, and her voice, like, you know, her voice at the beginning is pretty delicate. It, it's an interesting voice. It's an intriguing voice. But then when she gets, like, so intense and she's, like, with those screams, it really elevates to something else and something completely different. Yeah, the clarity overall in the vocal definitely showcases it in a great way. It reminds everyone that it is the lead. And you're right, that's one of the most compelling parts of the song as it should be because it's the lead vocal and so i'm very glad that it was kind of left to stand yeah they killed it melbourne melbourne, melbourne. wondercore island yeah if we were like doing a tally melbourne's up there with the most songs for sure the probably i think sebastian's giving us a run for our money bringing more music from amsterdam bringing it in yeah who are you bringing us next uh so this is a bungalow with the song fox and uh let's just listen to it first <laughs>
So they're an the electronic duo from Amsterdam, and uh, I know the the singer and on the music school also. I also know Midas from the same music school, the Conservatorium of Amsterdam. I thought these guys were really interesting because uh, not a lot of people from that school make this type of music. It's just uh, maybe not in the Netherlands in general. Like you don't hear this stuff a lot, and it just sounds really just really well produced and just really fat, and but still a lot of room for the vocals. It's just a really good song. Like it captivated me. It's it's like a song if if it would pop up in my Discover Weekly, this would be like a song that like really stick with me like from the first listen there's a lot of grit in that production which i really appreciate especially in the keys and in the bass and in the drums that i really like i think it played off of his voice very well where once again like you kind of had some clarity in the voice at the top and then you had this kind of thick dense this fat production as you said seb that's kind of supporting everything underneath it i mean this is like i think we uh when we were talking about ben alessi song a couple weeks ago we called it playlist pop this to me is like another great example of that where it's like it's really really good i don't think a radio station would ever play it but who cares because this would go on like every playlist everyone has like no i was actually about to say that i will ask if this was like something that they would play on the radio in netherlands or something like that like is it considered indie pop or like not no probably at the at this moment right now probably not but that's fine it's way better to be doing well on spotify than on the radio saying you're like for real. worldwide yeah. for real like they they were also discovered on the fresh finds like yeah the one that i was on. oh like, really yeah. yeah so they were also on there they did really well on soundcloud as well shout out fresh finds i like the verses more the chorus is a little too much like a little too pop or a little too like heavy on the vocal do you know what i'm trying to say like you're saying it's like kind of party it's a pop chorus. Yeah. And that just might be a personal like... I mean, sure, but it, it, it goes for it. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it needs that. Mm. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I get what you mean. But if you want to do like a 
pop course and you should go for it. Like no holds bars. Like yeah. do it. Get in there. All right, Rashad, get in here. All right. So next up, my boy from Jersey. Shout out Jersey hometown. Shit. Yeah, we got my boy Makami. This song is on actually uh, Alchemist album from this year. I don't know how I came across it. Honestly, it was a SoundCloud thing, but I really resonated with it because he's from Jersey. So here we go, Mac Hami with Floor Seats. Okay, so you should hear the keys of a somber gospel sample looped and sped up by the Alchemist right now, but you don't. In order for us to include music on Not 97, we have to obtain permission from the rights holders. Oftentimes, that's the artist that we're featuring, and this time it's not. The rights holder hasn't gotten back to our request for permission to play floor seats. So pause it right here. Go check it out on The Alchemist and Budgie's The Good Book Volume 2 on all digital platforms. Take note of the mysterious New Jersey spitter on track 7, Mac Hami, and then come back to the show. Here we go. Yeah, Jersey. Damn. You know, there's a lot in this story that I'm about to tell that I didn't know because I really came across this randomly on SoundCloud. So I didn't know that this was going to be like this. But one, he's from Newark, New Jersey, which is where my dad and my dad's side of the family is from. Two, this is on Alchemist's 2017 album. Three, Earl mm-hmm. has produced a few uh, songs for him on his debut album. Which he sold for $300, which I didn't know. Wait, what? He sold it on Bandcamp for $300. His debut album. Yeah. $300. But that's not all. He also has a whole project with Knowledge, who we all know. Damn. And this this project with Knowledge on Bandcamp, he sold for $1,000, and it's it's not available. (laughs) Yo, Matt Kami is wild. There's not a big following. There's no, I mean, he has like, you know, certain write-ups. Like he has a double XL, stereo gum, and the bars are there. Absolutely. For sure. And this is, this is again, like a, a almost a calm track. If you go listen to the rest of his music, it's bars. Like it's he, he does it. Rashad came correct with the corner killers. Like, like the guys sitting in the corner that have the fire bars and like the dudes that are just back there. They just work and then they figure out the business side and then they take the business side and do what they want. Yeah. You know, you are in a select few people who will know. It's like, come on, how do you have, how are you on Alchemist album? You have a whole album with knowledge and you got Earl producing beats, but it's like nobody knows. His his three albums, his three projects that he came out with, it's been Hey, he knows what he's worth. Seb, you listen to a lot of hip-hop? Not that much. It's it's not my favorite style, but um, I appreciate all kinds of music. What did you think of this track? I liked it. It it felt the same for me. I felt cool listening to it. Like, (laughs) ah, just chilling in New York. It it feels like like a perfect song to arrive in New York to. That's like hat tip to Alchemist. His track record is Mm. hard to match it just sounds classic it sounds instantly classic and it sounds steeped in history but at the same time you want to keep listening to it it's a sound that doesn't go stale but that's been around for a minute and then for someone to come on someone relatively unknown to step into an alchemist beat and and seem so effortless seem so natural with it that means a lot i might have to send this one to my dad (laughs) (laughs) things like it's one of those things, like, you know, hometown things. When you find somebody that's mm-hmm. like, yo, this guy is from within the same 20 to 30 blocks that you're from, and he raps like this. Mr. Strong. It's like, yo, you got to tell people. You got to spread the word. Put him on. It's important. Like, shout outs, for real. All right, what's next? What we got? Right. I think we're staying in Jersey for this one. 
again? Kind of. We're 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 half in Jersey. Uh, the Jersey side of it, uh, this rapper K Banger links up with a Brussels-based producer. So kind of taking it towards Sebastian's side of the world, named Chris Prolific. They come together as the Dequarians. This song called Get Up, I found on a compilation from a label that I've heard of in Oslo, Norway called So Real International. They just put out their second comp album not too long ago. This song is not on SoundCloud. There is no official YouTube channel, but it's been uploaded to YouTube. It's gotten a whopping two plays. It is on Spotify. This but, is Dave for you. <laughs> but it's been played. It was played under a thousand times on Spotify. The two of them share a Twitter account. Uh, there's a Aquarian's Twitter account that has one follower and last tweeted in 2014. But K Banger, the New Jersey rapper, has 493 Twitter followers. So like there's, yeah, I mean, that's not a lot either, but I'm you not going to try to say that's a lot. This track is so cool and I actually think Play, is going to play really well after Mac Homie, so I'm really excited to play it. So here it is, the track Get Up, the Artist Aquarians. Springtime to winter, the season, deliver all colors together now. Paint the big picture, fellas. Paint the big picture, get up, stand up, everybody yeah. hands. Get it up, cause I said so. Ladies, if you're up, get low, y'all know the beast said it from the get-go. Push the volume past the threshold, we're here to give more. So now you're gonna get more. The tempo is set, yo. Hip-hop classic retro. Push on pad for my pencil from studio to dance flow. Whack em seeds need a hit, cause they can't flow. We stay in the game because we give them what they ask for. No question, no guessing. The party is packed, no holding back, get stepping. No testing the weapons, but still the snakes gon' slither. We don't need water, let the wallflowers wither. From springtime to winter, the season deliver all colors together. Now paint the big picture, fellas. Find a fly girl and try to get with her If she diss here, find a fly lady and get with her Get up, stand up, everybody hands up 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 Now get it up 
it up, cause I said so Ladies, if you're up, get low Y'all know, the beat said it from the get-go Chris P, get them off of their feet New Jersey, connoisseur of the street The MC, KB, K-Banger, Blazer, Danger More flavor than your 26 CD changer Major, haters, I thank you for the paper Your time is wisely invested, my dues are paid for Yeah, my squad get money It's funny, I give, but you still can't get from me Dudes is begging, hoeing and hard-legging Just for that five minutes of fame and odd seconds Can't trust it, check it, bust it This is hip-hop and God core message over drum kits My riding road dogs holding their tips Like 86 ladies with long legs, hips and lips I like that one a lot. It reminded me of water. Like it was in the flow of delivery was almost like it was almost like doom, but I didn't want to say that on mic. I'm confused. Why do you think it sounds like water? I mean, that's such an industrial, like intricate beat, like the rhythm, right? You know, when it comes on initially without the drums, like just that. Yeah, it's not the drum. I feel what you're saying, too. It's like it has a grunge. It's got like a wave about it. Yeah. You could make a super sick music video, like in the swimming pool, just underwater. This could be in a scuba diving video. Video, or a surf video or a skate video. I mean, that beat, we're all saying it. Chris Prolific did a great job on the production. There's so much knock to that beat. There's so much like energy, like pushing you back and at the same time, like pulling you forward. It's so captivating. And I think K Banger's flow on top of it is, is perfect. He has a control of the craft. He just kind of knows what he's doing. I don't know how old he is, but he's got that like old head, yeah. veteran energy mentality. The heart of that is his stream of consciousness delivery, where it's just like, it's just going. It's just unraveling. It's like almost mm. he doesn't even know where it's going. It's just like... Everything that we're saying too is like even with the two rap tracks, it's also like geological things, you know? Like obviously he raps like this as the corner, the guy in the corner of the room because people from Jersey are like the guys in the corner of the room. Like Jersey in itself is like the baby New York that no one ever looks at for anything. So it's like these guys get this edge and it's like, yo, we're going to rap. But it's hard to find these people because they're just in the corner of the room. Like no one yeah. pays attention to Jersey. His vocal fits so well on top of that beat. Like the two of them so finely tooled the other's vision to really create something together that I'm sure is much stronger than what either of them could do alone. It's like yeah. a really great partnership. Seb, what'd you think? I like the production and I, I liked how the, the, the vocal was really off the grid in, in the intro and on the under parts as well. Like you could really tell the the producer has a good sense of, of rhythm and uh, it just, yeah, it's a great track. Rashad said it. Yeah, I said You it. know what it is. You know what it is. 997. We did it. We did it again. We did it. Here we go. That's bonus. Bonus episode. Special episode. Special if, episode. From season one with the man himself, yeah. Van Common. Van Common. I started it off. We had Yellow Bird by Ben Stevenson. We had Caroline by Meet Us. Then we had You're Not For Me, MC Shabazz. We went Heard Your Name, Liv Cartledge, living in, in Melbourne. Stayed in Melbourne for Jala with Junior Spirit. Went back to Amsterdam, Bungalow, played Fox. We had Mock Hami, Floor Seats. And then we did it up with Get Up by 
Perfect Aquarians. Sebastian, Seb, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for sharing your taste, sharing your picks. Sharing it's an your honor. Name. We appreciate it. Good job, everyone. There See we go. Back in season two. Let's do it. Season two is going to be on sale for $15,000. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sebastian, while you're here, can we play a track, a new track? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's right, so this is the second song from my EP. I'm not going to tell you what the title is, but uh, it goes exactly like this. Mm-hmm.